The Chaotic Goodness Podcast contains adult language, adult situations, adult topics, and is run by childish adults. Listener discretion is advised. Motherfucker. You're listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, an actual play RPG podcast starring Steve as the half-elven sorcerer Zacharias and James as the elven assassin Shendrick. I am Chad and I'm the Dungeon Master. Dungeons and Dragons and Eberron are owned by Wizards of the Coast and are not affiliated with this podcast. Let the chaos begin. Last time on the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, we were introduced to the crew of the Hollow Legacy, Shendrick, the elven assassin, and Zacharias, the half-elven storm sorcerer. Our story opened with them finishing a job. They went to Sharn to deliver the goods to their employer. They met at the Irritated Badger, and... After they got paid for their job, they were given a lead to somebody else who might be willing to hire the crew, and they were directed to the Golden Dragon higher up in the city of Sharn. And now we pick up at the Golden Dragon Inn. So you arrive at the Silvergate District, and you are standing at the Golden Dragon Inn where a certain somebody is waiting to talk to you and could would potentially hire you for another job. And who are you meeting again? James, describe this person. Yes. We are meeting uh, Terve. And what race is Terve and what do they look like? Terve is actually just a human, okay. run of the mill. Um, fire red hair, though. Freckles all over the place. Um and uh, also dresses like new money. Male, female? Male. Okay. But can't tell until you hear his voice. The voice gives it away. But like the dress and the appearance. Like androgynous very until, androgynous. until uh, he yeah. speaks. Okay. Once you speak, there's a lot of baritone. Very, very white. It's fine. Um, but up until that point, you don't even know. All right. So as this person was described to you, uh, Zacharias, uh, you walk into the restaurant around that appointed time and you see somebody who matches the description sitting at one of the, the big circular booths and looks like there is a, a good bit of food in front of them. And there's you know halflings running around all over the place, uh, some with dragon marks. The ones with the dragon marks are in the kitchen, but the, the serving, right. uh, they're halflings and there's... Uh, 
yeah, lots of great smells uh, coming in here, like lots of good food and drink. It's about a little after the lunch rush, so it's not too super crowded, but it still does a lot of good business at all hours. Okay. And as you step in, there is a, a hostess station, which is kind of elevated. There's a halfling hostess there. She's she's uh, young, dark-haired, in a ponytail, perky, wearing glasses. She's like, welcome to the Gold Dragon Inn. Are you table for four? I only came here with James blended in. Oh, you're not you're not there. I went back to change. Oh, never mind. So you're not in there yet. Sorry, sorry. She goes table for three. Actually, I'm already here to meet with um, uh, Turve, and they are. I can see them. Okay. Well, you please feel free to go. Go have a seat. I will. Thank you very much. You're welcome, and enjoy your meal at the Golden Dragon Inn. All right, and I will pull a silver piece out and flip it just over to the to the hostess to the hostess. So she catches it, looks at it, realizes that you just tipped the hostess and goes, Oh, it must be new money. She pockets it. She pockets it anyway. All right. And so you go walking on over to the booth and the person is there and James, are you, or are you coming in at any time? Because the, I mean, it doesn't take that long to change. Yeah, once unless I you're change, getting in your proper, armor, I'll okay. run in to catch up. Okay, so we'll you just say when you walk up. So as you go up to the booth where Tuve is, uh, you get closer. You know, it's one of those things where somebody's coming closer and making eye contact. You're assuming that they're coming for you, and he he looks up from his his meal. And he sees you, goes, you must be Zechariah. <laughs> Zacharias. Sorry, sorry. He goes, you must. <clears throat> I've got to do baritone. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, you must be Zacharias. And I have apparently the pleasure of meeting Tarve. Yes, you do. You may please have a seat. Thank you. Um, Can't get enough of your love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> Playing. There's some bards playing in the restaurant. I, I'm assuming also that uh, my my warforged and the uh, and my my goblin compatriot are welcome. Well, if they're with us. you, then by all means. And the goblin gets up in the booth at a table <laughs> and just and he just tucks into the food. So, are you ready to discuss business? Sure, we can. <laughs> we can talk business. So um the the details were pretty vague. What is it that uh what is it that you expect I can do for you? Ah. Well, at this point uh Shenrik, you are you see him talking to some androgynous looking person. Uh do you go up sit with them in the booth or you have other plans i'm gonna sit away about 15 20 feet i just want to be able to keep eyes on and be within reaction distance but okay so you're nearby but okay okay so you're you're standing by like some i guess plant life or something and and just trying to listen in okay Okay, so like you're you're sitting at the bar and order water so you sit at the bar and the the halfling bartender asks what you want and you just You request ice water. Yeah. And okay. So he 
pours you a drink and you can al- you think maybe you almost hear him mumble. It's like, yeah, this is going to be a big tipper. Mmm, right. <laughs> big spender there, huh? Drinking ice water. All right. And so delicacy in some parts of the world, yeah, the desert, <laughs> Zacharias, you uh, you're you're ready to talk business <coughs> with this individual. And he goes, oh, but but before we talk about business, he, he reaches into his uh, pocket and he pulls out. It looks like a very small looking box and he puts it on the edge of the table and opens it. And then as soon as he opens it, all of a sudden you can't hear the rest of the restaurant. and Shenrik, you can't hear what's being said at this table. Okay. I'm going to, like, glare for a second. I, I'll give him our whatever subtle sign we've we've established. Yeah, so what is that subtle sign that you've established? I, I just tapped the end of my nose three times. Okay. All right. So it says, don't worry, everything is fine. But it's also got a follow-up sign that I haven't come up with yet that says, I need you to kill a motherfucker. Just in case. Be on standby to kill, kind of. Uh, something like that. Ready, kill mode. Go. Jesus Christ. He stabs the bartender. No. Uh, no. Wrong motherfucker. Uh, okay. So you, you give him the hand signals that number everything is okay for now, but be ready just in case. Right. Okay. Ready for... Fun fact. The triple tap to the nose is Thieves Cant that I taught you. You're welcome for my service. Sure. Anyway, everything so, is fine, but don't stand all the way down. Sure. Okay. Just partially erect. Got it. Okay. So, uh, and Tuve, after he does that, says, I represent certain individuals that would be very, very interested in, in uh, something that could have possibly been left behind in a small hotel that was run by House Jurasco. And you know, House Jurasco is another dragon marked house. They're changeling, not changelings, they're they're halflings, another halfling dragon marked house. They have the mark of healing. They are healers. They run hospitals, they like lesser restoration, resurrection. They, they you were, can pay, they can do anything. And and for for mo for the most part, they were relatively neutral in the in the last war. They were medics in every army. Okay. So they they were they their services were for everyone because healing is for everyone. If socialized medicine works, well, you got to pay for it because <laughs> you know the house, you know, regrettably has to charge for its services because it it uh, it promotes the longevity of the house so they can continue. Oh, so it is providing their services. Healthcare. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. But no insurance. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so. So he says, so my, the, the people I represent, uh, like I said, the, would be interested in maybe some, some, some notes on possibly some magical formula that may be in the administrator's office of this hospital. It has been sealed off for, well, before the last war ended. Not that House Jurasco is dangerous, but it is not wise necessarily to move against them um i'm i'm assuming of course that no that you're not anticipating or expecting that any harm should come 
to any member of House Jurasco or anybody currently in the employ of. Oh no, this is a this is a a, hotel, a hospital that hasn't seen use in years. Like I said, it was sealed up long ago. But but your contact, your information suggests that they have left some information behind. Yes, there's the we have reason to believe that they've abandoned the hospital for some reason. Don't know. So your job would be to get into this building that's been sealed up, find the administrator's office, find some magical formula that seems that they were doing some research, possibly, and bring it back to me for payment. Okay. Let's 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 talk failure clauses. Let's say I can get to the hospital. Let's say I can find the administrator's office. Let's say that the members of House Jurasco were much more thorough than we have been led to believe in clearing out the information they have. Um if there if the information you seek, if the 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 object in question doesn't exist, is there a is there any fault to failure on my part to deliver or obtain if if you go in there and the formula that we think is in there is not there for your time i guess we'll pay you half what uh what about unforeseen complications up to and including say the death of a member of my crew will you will you pay out at least for the the appropriate death benefits based on the racial variety of members I may or may not bring along with me to help complete this job. We're not prepared to pay for your funeral expenses. Well, not mine, of course. I'm well covered. But what about what about my poor underprivileged goblins that I that I keep on crew or any number of other uh What do you mean goblins, boss? I'm the only one. This is good food. You haven't eaten any. Eat. Are you going to eat that? And he like reaches out and grabs it. Okay. The Warforge just looks confused. I'm just saying that while I may or may not be prepared to arrange for the funerals themselves of people in my employ... If somebody should die because of, as a direct uh, uh, consequence of this particular job, will you at least guarantee that I can make amends to their next of kin? Provided I can prove that they are actually dead and died as a consequence of the work I'm going to perform. Because... I will perform for you. Well, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that as it comes. Okay. But like I said, you know, I don't see any reason to believe why you would need hazard pay. I mean, it, it was, it was abandoned in a hurry. So, and also you are welcome to anything else that was left in there that is not magical formula is yours. Of course. The the uh, 
nailed down and on fire clause. I understand that that is. Right. Of course. So you guys go round and round with the negotiations and all. And so the, the price that uh, he's willing to offer you is 500 gold on job completion. If you'd like to negotiate, you'd have to give me a persuasion roll. 17? 17. You managed to talk him up to 600 gold. And still 50%. Still 50% if uh, what they think is in there is not in there. Okay. So at least 300 gold if you show up empty-handed. Okay. And you also get rights to... You know, salvage rights for whatever else is in there that is useful. But they, the only thing that they want is notes on some like magical formula slash possible experimentation notes. Okay. And you're given the location of the, the hospital. It is in one of the lower districts of Sharn. It's not that far away. So I'm not even leaving the city. No, you're not leaving the city. Okay. But that's, you know, that's why you're not getting paid enormous bucks, but it is close enough. But it's further down, down in the lower areas where it's a bit more dangerous. This is one of those um, like charity kind of deals. OK, so this was a, a, a former charity free clinic. Yes, for the, the disenfranchised war orphans. Uh, you know, people who widows were, exactly. What about dwarfins? Those two. Okay. God damn it! So you're given you're given the job. You're giving a you're given a location, and you're you're you know you have uh let's see well since it's close by and relatively uncomplicated you have yeah. About three days to get the job done. Okay. I mean, sooner is better, but at the very least, you guys can relax tonight. And I'm assuming we've arranged some way of contacting. Yeah, he gives you information. Um, on how to contact him. Yeah, absolutely. Like a dead drop kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you arrange, like you you put the the notes in a dead drop and the payment will be delivered to your ship. I suppose. So, and then when business is concluded, he closes the box and uh, you can hear sound sound returns. And that goblin is stuffed to the gills with. He's got the boozy snoozies finally. Oh, he's, he's definitely in a Turkey coma. Good. Okay. Well, I've got a few days. Um, We can, I'll, I'll I'll direct Hutch to put him back safely in his in his hammock on the ship, and to uh, do whatever Hutch does in his off time, and I'll signal to Shenrik that uh, we're good. Okay, that we're good. All right. So yeah, Hutch will pick up. Sean and he leaves and you know, you are, uh, well, you're invited to stay at the booth and enjoy whatever's left of the meal as, uh, your boss, your, your employer takes his leave. 
I wish you luck. I hope to see you soon. I, I couldn't interest you in a friendly game of Three Dragon Ante before you go? Oh, I don't gamble. Fair enough. Court order. And then he leaves. Did I notice, like, a mark of justice? or No. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so you have the whole table to yourself, the, the rest of the food and drink. Certified poison-free. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> that is a guarantee with every meal in the Golden Dragon. I'll move over to the table with my mug of ice water and sit down and start eating with them. You sit over there and uh, a very tiny waitress comes up to you guys and asks if there's anything else that you require. Can you, do you have uh, badger ale? Of course. So I don't have to go, I don't have to send you running to the um, the irritated badger for, for the genuine article? No. From Wade? No, okay. we 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 carry just, we carry ales from all sorts of breweries. A nail for myself, a nail for for my compatriot. Well, of course, cheap scurries off and privacy after you've returned. And so she comes back with the 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 taller folk sized mugs, and so her carrying them is very impressive. Okay, at a girl puts them down, and then bows and gives you privacy so everything went silent when you guys started talking yeah um everything went silent from outside the booth as well i I don't know that i like this job okay so a free hospital in the lower district yeah uh abandoned by house jurasco jurasco oh yeah healers okay um the our contact and our our contacts employers believe that the administrator of the hospital may have left notes on a new or secret magical formula and possible experimentation. Oh, okay. It pays good, and even if there's nothing there, we get we get half pay, plus salvage rights for anything else we find. What don't you like about it? <laughs> why does a free what House Jurasco is? They're not, they're not ill-hearted. They're not necessarily beneficent. They're they're trying to support themselves, maintain their standards, of course. But why are they leaving behind notes on potential profitable magical formula in a free hospital in the lower district of Sharn? I can scout ahead and see. Yeah. Uh, we have a few days. I, I I I take it that you've already arranged for our lodgings this evening. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you're good, or we are good. Well, I mean, it's it it's a room, so so we could be good, but you are good. If I do really well in the performance, I might be able to get upgraded. No, I can stay here just fine without without any issue. Oh, uh, your cut of our last job. Okay whatever it was we'll come up with a number later on that makes sense it probably would have been better to uh melt it down for scrap and called it yeah i know you did but you know what 
we can continue to dock here for another month. Okay. And and that is pure living expenses for you. So I have already accounted for what we what we need to continue surviving. We we gotta start getting paid, boss. So that that after all expenses and all that, that everybody gets about ten gold of just pure spending, discretionary income. What time is it? Let's say that I spend an hour or so negotiating with uh Turvey. Right. Three, so about three more hours till dusk. Okay. Give or take. And then given time to get back down there. You got you have enough time to to mosey on down there. Okay. Go right. down there, get in costume. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If that's what you want to do tonight, and then you guys spend the night at the inn, and then tomorrow scout. I'm gonna go scout after the, the performance. Okay. All right, so you go. All right, let's just do this then. So you get to the the inn that you're going to perform at. I'll pay for a room here in the Golden Dragon. It's expensive. It's very expensive. Like how expensive? And I don't want their nicest room. I just want I just want to know that I'm in the safety of House Galandra. Galandra for the night. They're cheapest room for the night's 10 gold <laughs> here you are there you go and five for my meals oh there you go. there you go that works out they also offer massage services bow, bow, not those bow, kinds bow. of massage services ding, ding. depending on how my next few days go i may need one but thank you for your discretion Hello, listeners. This is Chad talking to you right here at the mid-roll. And I don't really have a whole lot to announce uh, today for this episode, other than uh, last episode, I neglected to say that this podcast is going to be released every other week instead of weekly, like we were in the first campaign. I'm just trying something new, trying to you know give me a little bit more of that, that work-life balance that I've heard so much about especially during this time of COVID. Oh, and speaking of COVID, uh, if anyone out there is thinking about getting the vaccines, first of all, please, please, please get the vaccine. Second of all, if you do and you don't know what to expect, I just had the second shot uh, yesterday, and this episode was almost late because it just laid me out, achy, sweaty, but it's worth it. So expect a little discomfort after you get your second dose, but you're doing it for the greater good. So anybody who gets the vaccine, thank you so much. You know, um, and everybody, you know, be safe out there. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. We're all in this together. Now back to the show. All right, so you enjoy yourself for the night. Uh, Shenrik goes down to the the tavern where he's performing. So what does uh, a typical performance that you do that gets you a free room look like? Um, I can actually do most tricks. I can put on like an acrobatic show. I can do some poetry reading, some dramatic readings. I can sing. I can't play a fucking instrument, though. It was the one skill I could never pick up. 
So musically not inclined, but anything else. Okay. So Okay. So what what do you choose to do tonight? I am gonna do a uh a couple of sonnets that I've picked up on, um basically recanting some of the tales of the war that were just um okay. heroic deeds to the war and okay. and such. So an, an epic ballad. Sure. Why not? That well, spoken word, sure, or song. Put on a poetry slam, acapella. Yeah, yeah. poetry slam. In a steel cage, something in the cage, brother. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- no, there's no just free- gonna beatbox. There's no freestyling. That's so. great. Mm. Okay, uh, so give me a performance roll. Okay, we'll see how well you did. This single skill roll. 13. 13. So good enough. I'd say, I'd say that's good enough to, for your purpose at this end with this clientele, getting yourself a room. You've earned the room room for improvement, but still good. It's fine. A bit rusty. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You, uh, you're not, it's a good thing. You're not representing your house. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you you perform, uh, you get applause. You know it's entertaining, and you're you're done. You've earned your room, but you're gonna go scout. Yeah, I'm gonna go do some rec- reconnoitering on okay. the uh, hospital in the lower levels of Sharn. I am going. I'm not like challenging people. But if anybody looks like they might be interested in a, in gambling, I will. Okay, for fuck. Okay, we're gonna do a carousing check. Okay, there's actually gambling checks. Yeah, there is. We're gonna. You're so hot to gamble. We're gonna freaking do that. All right. You're gonna gamble and you're gonna like it. You gonna to learn today, boy. Somebody's gonna learn take today. You behind the learning shed. <laughs> Whatever that is. Teach about learning stick. <laughs> Time to go into the education box. Uh, page hundred and thirty. Oh well. I, I, I looked it up earlier. Oh, I see. Thanks for the help. Is this like a flaw of yours? Addicted to gambling? Oh, Jesus. We're about no. to find out. Actually, gambling. All right. This activity requires one work week of effort, so we'll waive that. Okay. Plus a stake of 10 gold pieces to a maximum of 1,000 GP or more, as you see fit. Low stakes game. So 10 gold. I'm just trying to have fun while so I'm... Multiple low stakes games. Yeah. Okay, so you're putting up 10 gold, 10 gold Galifars. Uh, you must make a series of checks with a DC determined at random based on the quality of the competition that the character runs into. Oh, okay. So you make three checks. The first check is uh, an insight check. Oh, do you, are you using a, a... I am proficient with three dragon ante. Okay, well, there we go. So if you're proficient... The tool proficiency can replace the relevant skill in any of the checks. So you can replace. So the first one is insight. The second one is deception. The third one was intimidation. You can replace one of those roles with your tool check. 
Let's go with the uh, the insight check is going to be the worst one. Okay. So the first check, I, I had to roll randomly for that. So you don't know what it is. So roll. Natural 20. You, you passed the first check. That's fine. Second check is persuasion. Perception. Perception. Deception. 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 A charisma check. Oh, no. I'm terrible at charisma checks. That is a 13. Uh, you fail. Okay. And uh, roll the next one. Which is intimidation. Yep. That is a 22. All right. You succeeded. So you got two successes. Uh, let's see here. Every work week spent gambling. Okay. So you got two successes. So you gain the amount you bet plus half again more. So you grand total 15, 15 gold pieces. You get, you make a profit of five gold, but I, because I'm being friendly and carousing, I'll have bought like a spread of, you know, come join me at my table. Shots eat. Let's play. Me. Let's play a friendly game and I'll spend four gold pieces on that. Okay. Sure. To bring me to an even 40 Galifars that I have on my character now. Oh, there we go. Okay. So that's fine. So you've done the one Drink so thing me. with that. Yeah, sure. It's like, shot, or, shot, shot, shot. Or you're gracious when somebody loses, you buy them a drink. Right. There's no Some, hard Something that costs four gold pieces for sure. my night of gambling before, there we I turn, go. before I turn in. Great. So you do that. That's how you spend your night. Uh, Shenrik does his entertaining and then goes... Down to the lower districts. I do. Down in the Dura district. The Dura. Dura. Down in the Dura. Subdura. Oh Lord! All right, and so you you get down there, and with your knowledge of sneaking in the shadows, we'll just say that you're able to get down in that area without much issue. Okay. And you eventually get to the area that was described to you. And you, I mean, you see like in the cliffside carved out of the rock area, it looks like a boarded up hospital and has the seal of House Jurasco over it. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can find one of the open windows or some boards that are loose and try to slip in. Okay. As you go in, it's. It's sealed up like the the doors have locks on it. The windows are boarded up. But as you go in and you try to pry, it's very hard. This has been sealed by magic. Um, like you would have to you would have to roll. How many floors is the hospital? Just one. It's just one. Floor. Just one. So you wouldn't be able to get into the windows. I can't pick the lock quickly. The front door. You could. I mean, you could. It might take you a while. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll try to pick the lock then. Okay. Well, give me a skill roll. Oh. All right. So I have proficiency in sleight of hand and thieves tools. So does that, is that double? All right. Thank you. I got like a nine. Yeah, that's not good. You're not doing that. It's, it's just not happening right now with the door. I mean, it's probably like the, the lock is probably very well crafted possibly magical um there are 
people that live in the area if you wanted to gather information instead. Yeah, sure. I'll okay. go do that. All right. So you're going to ask around. So why, how are you going to gather information? I am going to pretend to be an investigator from House Jurasco. Okay. Is that what they're what the house is called? Yes, but they're all halflings. I'm going to be an investigator in the employ of House There we Jurassic. go. Okay. So you're you're posing as an inquisitive. Yes. Okay. So they hired me to find out what the fuck went down at this hospital. Okay. So I'm going to the local area to see what's going okay. on. Okay. So you're a private eye. So yeah, give me deception rolls then. Give me right. give me one deception roll. Uh are you going to be spending money to make people more pliable? Because that will give you bonuses. I got a 15 raw, so. Okay, well, that's good enough then. Uh, so you're very convincing, and people apparently in this area are more likely to talk to an inquisitive than they are the city watch. So the information that you get is about two years before the war ended. So that would be about four years ago. That people around really aren't sure what exactly happened, but house Jurasco just abandoned the place. Like they got out and then it was like, um, they were people in the area were told that they needed to stay away from the hospital. And then within a few hours of the next thing that they knew the whole place was boarded and sealed up. Okay. By house Kundarak. By house who? Kundarak, the dwarven bankers that are vaults and, mage lock and things like that yeah Uh, so yeah and that was pretty much the information that they got um yeah that's the information that you're getting with that role if you want to go deeper then you're going to have to spend some money and roll again what about it what about a disguise kit could i use that to like look the part and maybe intimidate i mean people down here don't see a whole lot of inquisitives so all right fine so i'll start dropping some silver then all right all right. If you drop, I mean, fl- it's the the ground level, right? So it's the the poor people. Yeah. So yeah. if you if you drop like the peasants, yeah, like five silver, you'll get like a a five bone a plus five bonus. Sure, let's do that. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I got a seventeen on the die. Uh, so that's twenty two total. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, twenty three plus five, twenty eight. Oh. Plus your skill. Okay. Yeah. So the, the further information that you got, you're talking to like a couple of specific people and they said they had family members that were in the uh, hospital when it was abandoned. They never saw them again. Like they, they don't know what happened they, to have them. They heard anything. From they the hospital never, sense, they asked, they never got a straight answer. What about like physically from the hospital? They heard any sounds or anything like that coming from the hospital there. So, one person, when you ask that, the person that you're asking is like, well, I mean, I heard, you know, Davy down the block says that uh, the, the place, it's haunted by the souls of the, the dead that died under the Jurasco's care and they're, they're vengeful spirits and they're looking for blood. Can you take me to that guy? To Davy? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he died in the war last year. He got got hit by a got hit by a landmine. It was really weird. It wasn't buried or anything. Somebody just threw it at him. <laughs> Who goes around throwing landmines? Now I ask you. It's a good question. Uh all right. I'm gonna go back and try to pick the lock one more time. Okay. All right. Uh, give me another roll. Seventeen. Uh, somehow, still not high enough. 
Jesus. Fuck. Like this is, this is looking more complicated than you thought. You may need something to do something with this magic that's here, or you're going to need uh, something, some other way of getting it. Can I go check out the roof? It's carved into a cliffside, so it's no. I mean, there's like this is the area of town where a lot of businesses or houses are actually carved into the rock. Okay. In the side of the the cliffs. I'm gonna Sean see if I can see any kids running around and playing in the streets. I know it's getting late, but I mean, you see urchins. Yeah, them. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The the kind that are looking for easy marks. Yeah, yeah. And I'm uh, gonna hold out some money. Okay, you you have. I'm gonna hold out three silver so, pieces. Yeah, you find like this this group of kids that are kind of like roaming around in a pack, and you just jingle your coin purse at them, and they just kind of stop and they. So they're interested in your proposal. I'm going to hold three coins up. Like, I'll give you this many gold to the, per- I'll give this many gold to the person and they can get me in that hospital. Cause I know you kids have had a pissing contest. Ooh, that place is haunted. It has never stopped kids in the history of existence from yeah. going to a place. Well, I mean, some of the kids are a little wary about that. They're like, I don't care how much you're paying. They're not going to do that. And one particular child who's like the taller kid dressed in rags and all that. He's, um, he's a little half elf and he's like, I, I know somebody who can get you in there. You know, somebody that can get me in there. I'll give you two gold coins. And I put those back in my pocket. Like two gold is two gold. That's fine. I'll feed me for a week. Uh, yeah, I know somebody, uh, can you be here tomorrow morning? What time? About, mm, about tenth bell. Yes, we'll call it good. All right. All right. I'll give him two silvers now. Okay. Yeah. He pockets that and he says, "You better be here." And he like points literally where you're standing at the time, and I'll, I'll, I'll I will carry my end of the bargain. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go crash for the night. Okay, you go crash. Uh, where you two have plans to like meet up the next day? Yes, obviously. Because you know where his ass is. Yeah. Okay. I don't let anyone know where I'm staying. Oh, that's right. You're an elf. You don't sleep either, so. There's transfer a couple yeah, hours. Yeah, you go into a transfer a few hours. He sleeps. Yep. That's that half elf blood, weak boy. <laughs> so you're going to wake him up? <laughs> no, no, no. No? Uh, okay. He's gambling or drinking or whatever, but I'm going to go home, do my transfer a bit, and okay. then dart back down there. Okay, I'm so gonna- you're going to... I want to wait for them to show up. So I want to be there before Kitten is Mark shows up, but I want to be like blend in with uh, the locals. Okay. So, all right. I want to look like a beggar or something like that on the, the yeah, street. you get there in about, about the appointed time. You see that kid is there with uh, somebody who looks like they're an older person. They look like they're dressed like a mage, right? Okay. Um, I want to wait until they're facing away from me and then like creep up behind them and I want to surprise them, but I want to use that more for emphasis as to what I'm looking for. So the old man dies of a heart attack. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you scared the emphasis out of him. Good. Good. Okay. As long as he pooped his robes. That's, well, that's, that's great. So you, they turn around and you're there and the, the kids like, looks at you like what the hell's wrong with you but he recovers real quick and says 
I brought you a mage right uh, that knows knock. Perfect. I'm going to give the three gold coins to the kid. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. And, and Have he, a good meal. He gives you an exaggerated bow and he goes wandering off. And the the old man, he looks at you and says, all right. So the kid told me apparently what you needed. Um, you're also going to have to pay for my services. How much it cost? About uh, for a knock on that particular door. Oh, let's see. Do you have 10 gold? I do. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to cost you. How about seven? All you got to do is cast a little spell. Knock. Yeah. You know how long it took me to learn knock? You know magic? I know somebody else that knows magic. If that's what we have to do to do it, that's fine. But I mean. Does he know knock? But I know that you know knock or not. You would have a pretty good knowledge of my spell. I have deception. <laughs> do you have intimidation? I don't actually. Because <laughs> he doesn't know knock, but he can cast shocking grasp at a thirty-foot range. <laughs> it's like you won't know knock either when I stab you in the throat. <laughs> do I know any uh, powerful mages in the city by name? Pro- the only ones that you would know by name would be the ones that everybody knows, like the real high up in the government kind of thing which might not be useful all right i want to recoup this from uh from somebody's pay here all right fine here's your 10 gold all right great now you need me to do it now yes he goes walking over there and he loud booming knock three times and then you hear the lock itself kind of turns and opens Okay. So the lock is open. The door is still closed, but the lock is open. Perfect. I want to attempt to open the door. <clears throat> yeah, you, you open it up, and it's <clears throat> this door hasn't been open in a long time, so it's very like creaky, right. dusty. All right, here's your money. Thank you for your services. All right, he takes it, and he just walks off without saying anything else. I'm going to sneak on in and see what I see. Okay, so as soon as you walk in, uh, you walk into the foyer area, right? And it is huge. Like you walk in, and it is like carved out. It is, let's see, a fifty by forty foot area. And fifty in the, deep or fifty yeah, wide? Fifty, fifty wide, forty deep. Okay. And that's not counting. A, looks like a little desk area, possibly reception off okay. to the side. Uh, on the other side. Uh, so that that's the left side where the reception area is. On the right side, you see it looks like a, a series of like windows, like half windows, uh, with like bars on the front, and over it is a big sign that says "Pharmacy" in common. Okay. And in the center of this foyer is a big marble statue, and it looks like it must be a, a member of House Jurasco because it's a very big halfling that has a prominent dragon mark and the dragon mark itself has looks like it's been treated to have the colors of a dragon mark while the rest of the statue is marble oh cool it, it shimmers that's and quite changes. classic yeah oh, it's very nice it's very nice all right i'm gonna hug the walls in the shadows and try to slither my way in okay so yeah you where are you going so by the reception area it looks like there's looks like a closed door 
by the desk where the receptionist would sit. By the pharmacy, further down to the right side of that, you see two doors, and they both have the initials WC on them. Would I know what WC? Water closet. Okay. Toilet. I'm going to go check out the pharmacy, though. I want to see what's inside the... So the pharmacy... There's no way to get into the pharmacy from here. It's just barred windows. There must be another way in, but not here. Okay. Then I'm going to slither on back to the reception desk and hit the uh, door behind Like, Are you li- li- literally slithering? No, but I Like mean, the Burger King commercial, Eat Light Sneak? Right. No, no not like that. <clears throat> okay. Bouncing so you, from shadow to shadow. Okay. So you go... I mean, it's... You have dark vision. This whole place is dark. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so, good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. So you go, what, to the reception area? Yeah. It's dusty. It looks like, you know, chairs have been knocked over. Um, like, the, the the area that you're in must be like a waiting area because there's chairs. Some are broken. Some are flipped over. It looks like this place is was abandoned very quickly. Oh, okay. You said there's a door behind the reception area? Yeah, off to the to the right side. I'm sorry, the left side of the uh, reception desk. It looks like there's a closed door. All right, I'm going to sneak on up to it and try to open it up and see what's up. You go up to the door. Uh, that door has also been boarded up, but it's not magically boarded. So you would have to pry... Yeah, totes. I'll do that. So you're just pulling the the wood off the door, and then you go and you open it. And when you open the door, uh, let's see here. I want you to give me a dexterity check. Uh, okay. 22. Okay, 22. So before, I mean, you're not able to see what's out there because uh, next thing you know a gasp a ghast goes to grab for you so an undead okay goes to grab for you but you with your quick reflexes you dodge out of the way back up and I get you're able to if you want to you can just close the door in front of it so it can't get to you yeah I want to do that okay and you hear like clawing and, and scratching on the door and the moans of the undead while you're standing behind the door um, I'm going to leave the hospital and close the door behind me. Okay. So the knock dispelled the magic on the lock. Are you going to, to lock the door back? Yes. Okay. It'd be a lot easier to pick. Okay. All right. So you do that and then you just nope your way out of there. <laughs> yes. All right. Exactly what I do. All right. Good job. And so uh, we'll pick back up when you grab the captain and you guys actually explore this together and not split the party. Ain't no breaks on the nope train. Yep, there toot, we go. toot. That's a, that's a great note to leave on. 